Genesis chapter 2, verse 7 to 9, and then we'll, we'll travel to John chapter 15, verse 1 to 6, one of the most misunderstood scriptures in the book of John. And then um, we'll, we'll, we'll move from there today. Amen. Genesis chapter 2, verse 7 to 9. And the Lord God formed man of the dust of the ground and breathed into his nostrils the breath of life. A man became a living soul, verse 8. And the Lord God planted a garden eastward in Eden, and there he put the man whom he had formed, verse 9. And out of the ground made the Lord God to grow every tree that is pleasant to the sight and good for food. The tree of life also in the midst of the garden, and the tree of the knowledge of good and evil. So when God formed man, he put man in the garden. And the first thing God introduced to man is the tree of life. Before the tree of the knowledge of good and evil. And the tree of life was in the midst of the garden. John chapter 15 verse 1. I'll do verse 1 to 3. Then we'll, we'll go through it at the end of the, of the message. I am the true vine. Can we read together in concept? 1, 2, 3, go. I am the true vine. And my father is the husband man, verse 2. Every branch in me that beareth not fruit, he taketh away. And every branch that beareth fruit, he purgeth it, that he may bring forth more fruit. Verse 3. Now you are clean through the word which I have spoken unto you. Stop here. We'll continue um, the remaining verse of scripture uh, sometime in the message. We started last week a series called The Tree. And today I want to talk about the family tree, the family tree, the family tree. Your family tree is important to you. I forgot our family tree book at home. I wanted to come with it. The family tree is important to you because you can trace your lineage. You can trace your source. You can trace your um, ascensory. You can also trace the blessings in your family tree, basically. And what we have not taught the church, we've taught the church about deliverance, about um, generational curses. We've We've engaged the mind of believers about what, you know, are not necessary in the light of the gospel. But we have not showed the believer that in Christ, your family tree changed and you are now in the tree of the Lord. And then the Bible says, I am divine and you are the the branches. Bow your head for a word of praise. Supernatural Father, we bless you for this time. We ask that you send the unction that makes teaching and preaching easy. Throw your weight in this building. Do your bidding in this house. Be glorified. Let the devil be terrified. Let Jesus be glorified and let your people be edified. In Jesus' matchless name and everybody said amen. Look at somebody and tell the person you are in the family tree. Oh, come on, you didn't say it well. Say, so you are in the family tree. You may be seated in the presence of the Lord. Okay, thank you for bringing them to church. So last week, we established clearly in our introduction, theology, I just want to be sure that you heard me, Christology and Soteriology. Theology is the study of God. Christology is the revelation, the role of Christ. Soteriology is the doctrine of the finished work on the cross of salvation, which is salvation. We also mentioned that the theology of the Bible is Christology. That means the study of God in the Bible 
Bible is the study of Christ. Did you hear what I said? I'll start again. So theology is the study of God. Uh, Christology is the role and the importance, the revelation of Christ. Soteriology, soteria, sozo, we are named my child, um, my daughter for, is the doctrine of salvation. And we also mentioned that the theology of the Bible is Christology. Philosophy is not the purpose of Bible theology. Anthropology is not the purpose of Bible theology. Christology is the purpose of Bible theology, meaning every time you go to the Bible to read, to know about God, the only way you can find God in the Bible is in Christology. So Christology is the purpose of theology. So without Christology, your theology is not accurate. So without Christology, your theology is not accurate. The purpose of theology is to bring you to Christology. Now, the purpose of Christology is to get you to soteriology. So I come to my Bible to study about God. And guess who I find? I find the person of Christ. And when I find the person of Christ, guess what I get? I get what he did for me on the cross of Calvary. So theology brings me to Christology. Christology takes me back to soteriology. So the Bible has a bias. Jesus is the bias of the scriptures. The Bible becomes clear and easy to understand when you know that Jesus Jesus is the bias of the scriptures. Christology is the bias of theology. You are looking at it like you're in class. Yes, we're in class. We're in class. That's why I said on Wednesday, don't miss service. Because if you miss service, you've missed class. All these things we do about Bible school is actually a misnomer. In the early church, the Bible school was midweek service. That was the regular. It was not for the spiritual people. It was for everybody. So if you are hearing deep, deep, then I say, okay, this, no, 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 this is church. That's what, that's what we're supposed to learn in church. So Jesus is the final bus stop of any Bible study. Uh, I'll say that again. Jesus is the final bus stop of any Bible study. So any Bible study that doesn't reveal Jesus is a waste of time. Any service that doesn't reveal Jesus is a waste of time. Any mission or kingdom work like they call it or outreach that doesn't reveal Jesus, that is not planted on the revelation of Jesus and does not in any way reveal Jesus is a very good CSRO. So there are some churches involved in CSRO and not the teaching of the gospel. We do CSRO because you do not just give to the church, you give through the church. But the purpose of the church is not for CSRO. Because anybody can do CSRO. But the purpose of the church is the revelation of Jesus. So any gathering of believers that doesn't reveal Jesus is a social gathering. Studying the Bible without seeing Jesus Christ is going to the well and not fetching water. I'll say that again. Studying the Bible without seeing Jesus is going to the well and not fetching water. What did you go to do? Until you see Christ, you haven't studied right. You may be reading your Bible for hours until you see Jesus. It is useless. Watch this, watch this. Jesus is the spectacle that you need to wear in order to see the scriptures accurately. 
I'll say that again. Jesus is the spectacle that you need to wear in order to see the scriptures accurately. The eyes that actually see are not the ones in your head. The eyes that actually see are the eyes in your mind. Ephesians chapter 1 verse 18. The eyes of your understanding being enlightened that you may know what is the hope of his calling and what is the riches of his glory of the inheritance in the saints. So until your eyes, until the eyes of your understanding pops up and opens up to secret Christ, you are just reading history and poetry. You're just reading history and poetry. Until Jesus is revealed, you have not read properly. So it is the revelation of Jesus that is the essence of theology. So when you do theology and you do not see Christology, you can't get to soteriology. You get to the other logies that, that they don't lead you anywhere. And by the way, no matter how big your eyes are, you can't see God finish. Yeah, no, you can't. I don't whether you are Opolo I or, or that guy that visited some weeks ago, it doesn't matter. Whether you have Opolo I or Opu I, you can't. That's why even pastors, and no matter how deep we are in Christology and soteriology, we keep searching. Because, like I showed you last week, it is the unsearchable riches of His grace. That means we cannot exhaust, we cannot scratch the depth of the revelation of Jesus. Because no matter how big your eyes, Paul even said, Paul, we know in part, we understand in part. So even Paul did not scratch, couldn't get to the depth of the riches of Christ. They are unsearchable riches of Christ. So no matter how big your eyes are, until you see Christ, you have small eyes. So you rather have, uh, what do I call it? The eyes in your mind is more potent than the eyes on your face, on your head. Powerful. Very powerful. John chapter 5 verse 39 to 40. Let me show you this. You search the scriptures, the Bible, for in them you think you have eternal life. And they, collectively and individually, they are they which testify of me. So Jesus is saying, you are reading the Bible and you are refusing me. You are wasting your time. You see that? Because the essence of the Bible is me. Next verse. And you will not come to me that he might have life. Give me the message translation. It says you have your heads in your Bibles constantly because you think you will find eternal life there. Eternal life is not in the Bible, it's in Jesus. Did you see? Did you see that? Eternal life is not in the Bible, it's in Jesus. So if you, if you don't know Jesus and you go to the Bible, you will see history, you see poetry, you see stories. It is Jesus that is the correct interpretation of what you have in the Bible. But he says, you miss the forest for the trees. These scriptures are all about me. And here I am standing right before you. And you aren't willing to receive from me the life that you say you want. So until you see Jesus, you haven't studied right. You may be reading your Bible for hours. Jesus is the accurate revelation of the scriptures. It is the revelation of Jesus that unveils the believer and is the unveiling of the believer that displaces the devil. Any Bible study, any church gathering without Jesus is, is going to the well without fetching, fetching water. We interrogated the tree last week and you can see clearly from scriptures that the problem started on the tree and ended on the tree. The tree, the tree, the tree, the tree, the tree. For what happened in the Garden of Eden, it was Adam rejecting the tree of life that caused the problem. Adam rejected a tree in the Garden of Eden. It's not the fruit Adam ate. It is the rejection Adam did. For Jesus speaking in Matthew says, it's not what a man eats that defiles the man. 
Paul speaking in Romans chapter 5 verse 19, by one man's disobedience, so it is the disobedience of Adam in rejecting the tree of life that we are dealing with. But guess what? You find the tree, it moves throughout in scripture. When Abraham went up with his son Isaac, it was the tree that stood out for me. Give me Genesis chapter 22 from verse 7. When Abraham went, and Isaac spake unto, the, unto Abraham his father, and said, my father, and he said, here am I, my son. And he said, behold, the fire. Behold, the tree. The wood. But where is the lamb for a burnt offering? Give me the next scripture. Verse 9, verse 9. Stay with me. We're going somewhere today. Verse 9, next verse. And they came to the place which... Verse 8, give me verse 8, 7, give me verse 8, sorry. And Abraham said, my son, God will provide himself a lamb. Abraham did not say, God will provide for himself. No, he said, God will provide himself a lamb. What Abraham was saying is, God will become the lamb. God will provide him, it's English now, people of God, look at it. God will provide himself a lamb for a burnt offering. So they went both of them together. So this is Isaac saying, uh-uh, oh we are going for this sacrifice. I know the way this thing works. I have the tree, the wood. I have the fire. But where is the lamb? Abraham is answering him prophetically. God will provide himself a lamb. Let's go to verse 13. Let me show you the tree. Verse 13, give me verse 13. And Abraham lifted up his eyes and looked and behold, behind him a ram caught in a tree. That's a ticket. A ram caught in the tree. I've sent these pictures to, um, to media before. I'm not sure you have it. A ram caught in the tree by his own. And Abraham went and took the ram and offered him for a burnt offering in the stead of his son. So guess what? Abraham is about to kill his son, Isaac. And God says, Abraham, stop. I don't want his blood. I'm just testing you. Look behind. Abraham sees a lamb on the tree. As a type and shadow of Jesus dying on the tree oh god i hope you hear me this morning so if, if you understand this you will see that the lamb of god on the tree was a sign of jesus dying on the tree 430 years later that same mountain jesus died it was mount moriah mount calvary is the highest mountain on mount moriah so what Abraham experienced was a type and shadow that the Lamb of God himself, the tree of life himself, will come on Calvary's tree and be the propitiation for our sins. So a tree started the problem. The tree ended the problem because Jesus himself is the tree of life. If you missed last week, you need to go on YouTube and watch it. It will bless you. This morning, Genesis introduces God to us through the revelation of Moses as a creator. Genesis chapter 1 verse 1. In the beginning, God created the heavens and the earth. So the introduction of God in the book of Genesis through the lenses of Moses is a creator. But as soon as man is formed, he is introduced to us as a horticulturist. So in the beginning, God is introduced as a creator. Then it moved to be the horticulturist because Jesus is the groom. Ayah. That is from whence we get the title that we give to men on the wedding day groom. What we are saying is that your responsibility is to groom the woman. Groom is not just a title, it's a responsibility. 
So from there, give me Genesis chapter, chapter, chapter 2, verse 7. As soon as man was made, give me verse 8, verse 8, verse 8. And the Lord God planted a garden. So in the beginning, he came as creator. As soon as man showed up, he became horticulturist. He's showing us something. Stay with me. He planted a garden and in the eastward of Eden and he put man in the garden. Ooh, so powerful. So in the beginning, God puts man in the garden. In the new covenant, God puts the garden in the man. Good stuff, good stuff. Let's just take it home. Yeah, in the beginning, God puts man in the garden. In the Old Testament, in, that's the Old Testament. In the New Testament, God puts the garden inside of the man. Yeah, so you have to choose in your garden the tree of life or the tree of the knowledge of good and evil because all is locked up in your choice your garden I feel the anointing of God Genesis 3 verse 6 let me show you what happened and when the woman saw that the tree was good for food and that it was pleasant to the eyes and a tree to be desired by the way that's the lust of the flesh the lust of the eyes and the pride of life you have right there um, so when the woman saw that the tree was good for food the lust of the what? eyes and that it was pleasant that's lust of the flesh rather and it was pleasant to the eyes the lust of the eyes and the tree to be desired to make one wise the pride of life she looked she took of the fruit thereof and did it mark the word it there and gave also unto her husband who's with her so stop saying hey, Adam went foul Adam did not know and Adam just came and if no the husband with her and he did eat. So he was there with Eve. And he did eat. Now this is powerful as we travel to the tree, family tree. Because you are what you eat. I'll say this again. You are what you eat. You are the tree that you eat. You are what you believe is what I'm saying. Because eat there in Genesis is belief. So that this is clear to say that Adam did not believe in the tree of life. Yes, it's there for the believer is believe, believe. Adam did not believe on the tree of life. Adam believed the tree of the knowledge of good and evil. Have you ever had somebody tell you some nonsense and you say, ah, you're supposed to chop that thing. It's not because they were serving you food, literally. It's because they were selling you an idea and something that you said, no, this thing doesn't make sense. So I'll not chop them. I'll chop that rubbish. I'll chop this thing when you talk. Do you understand what I'm saying? So in the, in the same sense, Adam refused to chop life. Uh -huh. Uh -huh. The tree of the knowledge of good and evil was there and the tree of life was in the garden. Adam refused to chop life and chopped knowledge of good and evil. Look at your neighbor and say, I don't chop life. Uh, it's okay, somebody say, I'm, I'm in the chop life gang. Uh. Uh, in him was life and the life was the light of man John 10 10 the enemy comes to steal and kill and destroy I am come that you may have life and that you may have it more abundantly when the chop life Adam refused to join the chop life gang because you are what you eat you are what you believe and you are the tree that you eat from so what was the scene of Adam I'm glad you asked he saw the tree of life and refused and rejected it he refused to chop life so when you believe in Jesus you eat or chop from the tree of life oh that's good oh god this is good 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 when you believe in Jesus you eat and you chop from the tree of life and you are what you eat you are what you believe believing is how we eat 
Believing is the feeding of the believer. I'm teaching deep stuff this morning. Believing is the feeding of the believer. Because believing is how we were born again. With my heart, I believe. With my mouth, I confess. So it is believing that brought me to faith. It is believing that grows me in faith. It's believing that keeps me in faith. It is believing that matures me in faith. That is why our title is not achievers, but believers. That's why our title is not, is not contributors, but receivers. So the eating of the believer is in the believing of the word of God. The eating and the feeding of the believer is in the believing of the word of God. Are you with me this morning? So Adam's sin was that he did not believe in Jesus, the tree of life. The eating of the fruit is a metaphor. To eat is to believe. Adam ate with Eve and died with Eve. The second, the last Adam came and ate for Eve and died for Eve. The first Adam ate with Eve and died with Eve. Jesus, the last Adam came, ate for he became sin. Anako Shadas. He became, you are what you eat, that we might be made the righteousness of God in Christ. Not a sinner, he became sin, they are not the same. Fornication, not fornicator. Yeah, he became the sin, not the action, that we might be made the righteousness of God in Christ Jesus. So the first Adam ate with Eve and died with Eve. The second Adam ate for Eve and took Eve's death. Hanaka, Zopra. We, we just crossed conference. I wanted us to go deeper. You're not ready to go deeper. No, no, let's go deeper. Yeah. Believing is everything to the believer. John chapter 3, verse 16 to, to 18. Let's do this. John 3, 16 to 18. Let's do this. My God, my God, my God, my God. And four, let's, you know, this most popular scripture I preached with this on Friday it was powerful. Ooh, at the funeral. For God so loved the world, watch this, that he gave his only begotten son, the tree of life, that whosoever believeth in him should not perish, but have eternal life. Hold up. So eternal life does not start when you die. It starts when you believe. Yeah, yeah. Did you see that? It's Bible, Bible. Come on, bring your minds here. Leave the Abolo Super at home. Focus, focus, focus. For God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son that whosoever believeth in him should not perish but have everlasting life. So everlasting life is activated by believing. So put everlasting life as the tree of life. Let's read it again. For God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son that whosoever believeth in him should not perish but have the tree of life. So, ah, yeah, no kosher. So that means Adam did not believe in the tree of life. Give me verse 17, verse 17. Let's go, let's go, let's go. For God sent not his son into the world to condemn this world, but that the world through him might be saved. 18, 18. He that believeth on him is not condemned. So what takes somebody to hell is not the sin of action, it's the sin of rejection of Jesus. If it is by what you do, then heaven is kalu kalu. You may make it, you may not make it. It's a, it's a lucky game. Only true believers know. Only believing in Christ can take you to heaven. Heaven is not a reward for good behavior. Heaven is in a gift. It's in the salvation package. We don't earn heaven. It's a gift. It's a gift, 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 gift. Somebody say gift, gift, gift. If anybody gives you a gift and tells you to do something to collect the gift, it is not, it's no longer a gift. 
heaven, he that believeth on him is not condemned. He that believeth not is condemned already. So what condemned Adam in the garden of Eden? Not believing in the tree of life. Are you, are you, are you joining with me? Are you coming with me? Not believing in the tree of life. Because he had not believed in the name of the only son of God. So what takes anybody to hell is not what you do and what you do not do. Is that you rejected Jesus. Nobody is in hell because they sinned. Nobody is in heaven because they did not sin. Read Hebrews chapter 11. What is Rahab doing there? What is the prostitute doing there? The thief on the cross didn't ask God for forgiveness. He just believed in Jesus. He said, today, I will be with you. You will be with me. Father, he didn't say, Lord, I'm on the cross now. Please forgive me my sins. He said, no. Remember me today. That was his belief system. Remember me today in thy kingdom. Jesus did not say tomorrow. Jesus said, today, you will be with me in the kingdom. From the cross, without Bible study, without Titan offering, without fasting and prayer, a thief made it from the cross. Why do you think you wouldn't make it? That devil is a bastard. I came to announce to you this Sunday morning, you are heaven bound. If this is your word, shout amen. So it is the believing that cost, yeah, I'm joining. My, my message is really short. Is the, is the journey that is long. Sorry. My message is very short. It's just the journey to travel you to the end. That's one they take time sometimes. So bear with me. Are we going somewhere? So give me John 6, verse 54. See John 6, 54. Shall we just establish now, my brothers and sisters, that it's believing that gives you eternal life? Right in scripture, it says, Whoso eateth my flesh and drinketh my blood hath eternal life. So Jesus cannot be talking of communion here. Because eating here means believing. He just told you. For God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son, that whosoever believes has eternal life. What I'm trying to show you is eating is believing. Eating is believing, Obina. He was showing a metaphor here. Communion service is memorial service. You don't do memorial for people who are alive. Jesus is alive. He's not dead. So he cannot be talking about communion here. He's saying a metaphor. Also, eateth my flesh. How do you eat the flesh and drink the blood? By believing in Jesus. So anytime you believe, you eat. So when the Bible says eat in Genesis, he's saying Adam believed in the tree of the knowledge of good and evil. Did not believe in the tree of life. This is, this is work. This is work. That's why they can't preach it. It takes a lot of work. See, find people in my house have been in the study throughout yesterday. It takes a lot of work to tactically explain it. They can't. It's called laboring in the doctrine. So now you are what you eat. It's not a cliche. It's the truth. It's not just physical. It's spiritual. It means you are what you believe. Matthew 4 verse 4, message translation. God punished the devil. Show me. It says, Jesus answered by quoting Deuteronomy. It takes more than bread to stay alive. It says, it takes a steady stream of God's word, of the words from God, God's mouth. So, how do you eat? By believing. Faith cometh by hearing. 
and hearing. So the first hearing is your ear. The second one is your spirit. Anaka. Faith commit by hearing and hearing by the word from his mouth. So how do you feed? How do you eat? By constantly hearing and constantly believing. Touch your neighbor say, are you a believer? Are we, are we going? Karu, am, I, am I trying? Am I doing well, Karu? Revelations 2 verse 7. Let me show you something. <laughs> let me see Bible. Revelations 2 verse 7. He that hath ear, let him hear what the Spirit saith unto the churches. To him that overcometh, will I give to eat of the tree of life. See this, oh. Flourish, calm down, enjoy. explain it. To him that overcometh. So if you do not understand this, it shows that the only way to get the tree of life is that you have to overcome, right? Did you see it? Which is in the midst of the paradise of God. So, one of the ways to do this, now interrogate, who is him that overcometh? Kadaya, Tolatus, Keono, Shigagosa. So let the Bible speak for itself. Close your mind. Let the Bible talk. First John chapter 5 verse 5. God punished the devil. Show me. Who is it that overcometh the word? He that believeth. He that believeth that Jesus is the son of God. So take me back to Revelation 2 verse 7. Let's read it properly. He that hath ear, let him hear what the spirit of God says to the churches. To him that believeth. I will give to him to it. Do you believe? You know the game for you. Make a try it. Do you believe? So if you believe, you already have the tree of life, and you are no, you are an overcomer. I decree in the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth, as you get out of this building today, you begin to overcome every storm. You overcome every crisis. You overcome because you believe. If this is your word, shout Amen, somebody. Sit down, we are just talking. <laughs> you see, Bible lines upon lines, precept upon precept. Uh, so, decree I am free from, uh, I feed from the tree of life. And that thing has no Navdak number. Say it well. I feed from the tree of life. I eat of the tree of life. I have the life of God in me. I'm not just a, a living soul, I am a quickening spirit. I am of the top life gang. Hey, I'm of the top life gang. I don't top life. Life is inside of me. I am what I eat. I ate Jesus by believing in him. I do top life gang. In him I live. In him I move. In him I have my being. I am of the top life gang. If this is your word, shout amen somebody. As soon as I mentioned top life gang, you needed to see Kulia Jijutu. That kind of lovely. Very excited. Whole like to chop life, it's my so you know, be blessing. Oh God, that's it. But the real chop life is not a man in a Bentley, it's the man who has Jesus, it's the man in Christ. Because without Christ in your Bentley, you are a dead person in the Bentley. Some cars are coffins, they don't know because the people inside are dead, they're dead. Some houses are mortuary. They don't know because the people inside are dead. It's just a beautiful mortuary. It's mortuary with flowers. Mortuary with plasma TV. 
mortuary with AC because you are dead. But I'm alive in Christ. Amen. Somebody tell your neighbor, I don't chop life. Chop life, God. God punish the devil. It's not come to Jesus and you have car. It's come to Jesus and chop life. In him was life. And the life was the light of men. John 10, 10, the thief coming to steal, kill and to destroy. I am come that you may have life. And that you may have it more abundantly. I decree and declare over your life. Receive life. You have life. You have life. Live your life. In the name of Jesus. If this is your word, shout amen, sir. Chop life, God. God punished them. First Corinthians 10, verse 17. Let's see. The bread life gang. No be agege bread be this. See, good bread. He says, For we being many. Ah, I just want to switch me. He get us they do me. He says, For we be many are one bread and one body. Allow me. He says, for we are all partakers of that one bread. Hey, yeah, yeah. I chop bread to become bread. <laughs> Simple. He said, oh, we be many. We are one bread. We are one body. And we are all partakers of that one bread. So I ate the one bread and became part of the bread. So, the bread life gang. My one is the bread of life. It's not the one that is aggregate bread with so much yeast that will affect your weight. This bread, Jesus is the bread of life. The stone that the builders rejected. Jesus is the fire and the water of life at the same time. Jesus is the lamp and the lion at the same time. Jesus is the A and the Z at the same time. Did I mention it's everything in between? Jesus, let's go. Let's go. Let's go. And anytime God gives you of Himself, what you have is the fullness of God. <laughs> so, so I say it again. Every time God gives you of Himself, what you have is the fullness of God. What is remaining of God is the fullness of God. Because God cannot be divided, is indivisible, is insubtractable, he is irreducible. Bad English, good preaching, you know what I'm talking about. You can't reduce Jesus. So if God gives you a part of himself, what has come into you is not a portion of the Holy Ghost. It's the very spirit of God. For he that is joined to God is one spirit. One spirit. One spirit. Can I say this to you? Salvation. I feel the anointing so strong. So if you accept Jesus in your life, you are in the tree of life and the tree is inside of you. Stay with me, please. Salvation is not God, the tree, and man. Salvation is not God, the tree, with man. Salvation is God, the tree, in man. And God, the tree, in you at the same time. It's you in God and God in you. What I mean to say to you, people of God, is your family tree changed at salvation. There was no... There was no mistake about this in scripture. There was a transplanting into the tree of life when you gave your life to Jesus. Can I say this to you? God doesn't see race. Hey. Ah, yeah, no, coach. 
British, uh, Europe, America. God doesn't see race. God sees two men, Adam and Christ. So if you're not in Adam, you are in Christ. And if any man be in, he is the tree creation. All things are passed away. Behold, all things are now new. So God doesn't see race. He sees Adam and Christ. In the same way, God doesn't see trees. He sees Adamic tree and the tree of life. God, I feel the anointing so strong. Let's push him in, let's push him in, let's push him Good. Now, I'll show you something in Mark chapter 8, 23 to 25. Jesus is mischievous. Mark 4. Jesus is mischievous. If you ever see Jesus make a mistake in scripture, interrogate the mistake. Because he doesn't have capacity to make a mistake. I don't know, you hear what I'm saying? He is too big to make. So if you see that Jesus makes a mistake in scripture, interrogate the mistake. He was trying to tell you something, but you were not ready for it. Mark chapter 8 verse 23. And he took the blind man by the hand and led him. Who's the blind man? Come, come. June, June, June 9th. Come, be a blind man. No, you will see last, last. No vex. He took the blind man by the hand and led him out of the town. And Jesus, he spat on his, spit on his eyes. What kind of miracle is that? And put his hands upon him and asked him if he saw. Shush, keep the scripture. It's like you got there before me. You get us, they do it. They push me for body. They work out for my body. Give me verse 24. And he looked up and said, I see men as streets walking. And all the time we thought, oh, that was a mistake. No! Jesus know they make mistake. He was trying to show us that men are trees. Either you're in the Adamic tree or you're in the tree of life. It cannot be a mistake now. Jesus, they make mistake. He was sending a message for generations. Nobody knew what Jesus was doing. He showed up in my spirit when I was praying for this meeting. God said to me, this is it. I was not making a message. I was trying to send a message. I'm hoping one pastor got it. I'm hoping one teacher got it. I'm hoping that God sees men as trees, Adamic trees, or the tree of life. I see men as trees walking. Do you think Jesus made a mistake? I will start preaching message like you need a second touch. You don't even need a touch from Jesus. His eyes on you. You are fine. Thank you very much. I see men as streets walking. 25. 25. After that, he put his hands again. He didn't say sorry. He looked. So okay, let me show you. And his eyes. And he looked up. And he was restored and saw men clearly. say oh I'm sorry this was a mistake he said oh okay see it well so he opened to the man a different channel of God's sight to man it's not a mistake men are trees he said that you are in the Adamic tree or you are in the tree of life but you are what you eat any tree you eat from is who you become 
Psalm 92. Give it to me. My favorite psalm in the Bible. You'll find out why it's my favorite psalm. 92. It says the righteous shall flourish. Your name is not there. Amen. Go Panando. You can't say the righteous shall chikwake. No, it's not there. It doesn't work. No. The righteous cannot utena. No, the righteous shall flourish. The righteous cannot MVPs. No, no. The righteous shall flourish. Okay, banana. That's where they named me from. Like the palm tree, he shall grow like the cedars in Lebanon. Verse 13. Ooh. Those that be planted in Anakosh, in the house of the Lord, shall flourish in the courts of our God. Give me verse 14. They shall still bring forth fruit in old age. They shall still be fattened. Take me to 13. I want to show you something in 13. Those that be planted. King James got it wrong here. That's it. Somebody got it there. Those that have been transplanted. Give me in the Passion Translation. Yes, look how you've made all your devoted lovers to flourish. Like palm trees, each one growing in victory, standing with strength. 13, show me. You have transplanted them. So salvation is a transplanting. Who told you you're still in your father's house? You have been transplanted. Everybody dies at 60 in my house. It's just in our bloodline. You have been transplanted. Everybody does. Nobody has children in my house. You have been transplanted. I just came to remind you one more time this morning. You have been transplanted. If this is your word, shout amen, somebody. Into heavenly courtyard where they are thriving before Shaka. Can I give you the epistles definition of this? Colossians chapter 1 verse 13. Put it there. Colossians 1 verse 13. Who had delivered us from the power of darkness and translated. That's transplanting. That's tra- and translated us into the kingdom of his dear son. You have been transplanted. Our father's house. Let me show you your father's house. God, that's your father's house. Can I show you your father's house? Christ, that's your father's house. Foundation prayer, shut up. Christ is your foundation. Who is your foundation? Christ, who is your tree? You're no longer in that tree from Waleru. You're not from that tree in Ijesha. You're not from that tree in Anambra. You're not from that tree in Ugeli. You're not from that tree in Ika. You are in the tree of Christ. If this is your word, shout amen, somebody. What that means is what flows in Jesus flows into my life. If Jesus is blessed, I am blessed. If Jesus is healed, I am healed. If Jesus is triumphant, I am triumphant. If Jesus couldn't go down, I can't go down. If the grave could not keep him down, I cannot be kept down too. If he has the victory, I have the victory. If he has power, I have power. If he has success, I have it too. If he has abundance, I have it too. If he has life, I have it too. If he has miracle, I have it too. The Bible says, as he is, so are we in this world. So what flows into my life is the tree called Christ. I don't know who you are listening to me this Sunday morning. God wants me to tell you, your tree changed at the time you gave your life to Jesus. At the time you accepted Jesus into your life, your tree changed. This is your word. This Sunday morning, you wanted the word from God. God checked me out of my bed this morning just to tell you, you have been transplanted. 
transplant. No wonder Psalms chapter 1 verse 3 says, He should be like a tree planted by the rivers of water, who bringeth forth his fruit in his season. His leaves also shall not wither, and whatsoever he doeth shall prosper. Now that you know that you draw your life not from Nigeria, you draw your economy not from Nigeria, you draw your economy from the tree that you are transplanted into, I decree there is no more lack in your space. And that's not your word. Maybe it's for your neighbor. Just keep sitting down uh, uh, like the first lady of the state of emergency. Or look like look at me like the pillar of salt. Uh, but I have a word for your neighbor. So just keep still. Uh, your days uh, of struggling are over. The Bible says, whatsoever he do it uh, shall prosper. The power of the tree of life. Uh, it kicks into your heart today. If this is your word, shout amen, somebody. Transplanted. Transplanted. I don't pray foundational prayers. I pray plantational prayers. I don't pray foundational. I pray plantational prayers. I have been planted in Christ. I have my father's house. My mother, everybody. My father's house. Your mother's house. And these people keep deceiving you. There's somebody here in your mother's house. All of us in our mother's house, there's something wrong. That's not a prophecy. All of us. Even the pastor too. Yes, now. I want for you. In Papa and Mama house, get K-Leg. There's somebody here from Ugeli. There's everybody from Ugeli, Mama, get K-Leg. Stop it. And that's what you want to hear. Hey, you see, he's describing things. Hey, there's somebody here. In the, 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 everybody has one auntie that has refused to marry. Or one uncle that does not have sins. Say, check the family if they decrease. Everybody has a madman in their family. Many are mad, few are roaming. Because your uncle never push it, don't be saying they don't need for the family. Your uncle, they wear shit, they do like Christmas. We read it disguise. You say you are not getting mad people from the family. Everybody has. In time, you have to find out, you know, in their family, whether there is madness. There is madness in your family. Well, guess what? That's no longer your family. You are being transplanted. Kotalas. Peganitoska. They fail in business. No, I left that tree. Shota. I left the tree. And this is called transformation, not change. You can't go back. Change means I can change from this cloth and wear what my uncle is wearing on Gudafi. And then change back to it. Transformation means once the caterpillar becomes a butterfly, it does not have the power to return. Salvation is transformation. You cannot return. How did you leave? Uber or boat? You are stuck with Jesus. You are bound with Jesus. Once you enter the plane, they'll be announcing if you want to come down. Once they shut that door and he moves, now you know you are going to go to that destination. You can throw tantrums in the plane. It is going. So, believers, can you just sit down, enjoy the ride, read the menu, call the flight attendant. What do I have in this trip? You can leave your first class and be going to Bisto to economy. It doesn't mean that you are out of the plane. So I can leave my first class here. I'm going to the bazaar. He has left his position. Nalayo, he has not left the fatal because he's locked up. 
shall go top. It's locked up in Jesus. You just miss the benefit in your first class. You can misbehave or they will not call flight antennas to tie you on the plane because you are becoming a new, but you are in the plane. Tell your neighbor behave, oh. You are stuck already. You are in the plane. Nothing shall be able to separate us from the love of God in Christ. Not troubles, not persecution, not sins. We are stuck in the love of God in Christ. If this is your word, shout amen, somebody. Nothing. You are stuck. The prodigal son did not become a prodigal servant. He remained a prodigal son. Because distance does not dissolve DNA. He lost in the benefits in the household. He lost the juicy meals. But guess what? His position was intact. So all of you don't come to church behaving like something else because you don't stay with your mirror to know who you are in Christ. You are losing in the benefit too. But guess what? Heaven, eh? You are bound. Ah, here we go. When you get there, you may regret that ah, I would have behaved better to see my rewards. But you will go. Because it's a gift. Heaven, salvation, I want chance. Hey, you don't enter him. Ah, you enter one chance. You think God will invest, brother, his life. So let me ask you now. The businessmen here. You spend all your money in this life. Then not just your money, then you kill your children to make more money. And then use it to do an investment that is 50-50. Oh, so you think God is stupid? That he gave himself, his life for you and will not secure it with eternal redemption? Not joking. Ask your father now. Does he do business like that? He will sell everything he has to do one investment. Say, okay, if they make it... Everyone, whosoever believes, one chance. He's able to save to the uttermost. As you believe, don't enter. So better just come to church, grow up, become a better believer, enjoy the benefit of salvation, become wise, go to heaven and see reward for being well here because there will be rewards in heaven, but heaven is not a reward. There will be rewards in heaven. No? We all will not be in the same category. Heaven is not a, is not a reward, but there's reward in heaven. And I hope you know we are coming back here. Oh, I just broke your heart, baby. We are coming back here. There will be a new heaven and a new earth. It won't be like this. Don't worry. It won't be like this. We'll be in heaven for seven years and we'll be back here. Read your Bible. Read your Bible. We'll be back here. And those people who live diligently here, now then go the ball when we come back home. Because your reward will start speaking when we are back. So let me give you a better reason to live well. We are coming back here. And then, there's one song that one of my sisters sang. When breeze blow. When breeze blow. Again, you help. And now, come on, Spruzan. Breeze blow. Flourish, concentrate. <laughs> this 
this was prophesied in the Old Testament, but the New Testament is the fulfillment of the prophecies in the Old Testament. This is good. The Old Testament is the New Testament promised. The New Testament is the Old Testament fulfilled. Hey, give me Isaiah 61 and 3. Let me show you. Let me show you your three family tree. Isaiah 61 and 3, not 1, 2, 3. 1 and 3. The Spirit of the Lord is upon me because he has anointed me to preach good tidings unto the meek. He has sent me to bind up the brokenhearted, to proclaim liberty to the captives and the open of the prison to them that are bound. Give me verse 3. To appoint unto them that mourn in Zion, to give them beauty for ashes, the oil of joy for mourning, the garment of praise for the spirit of heaviness. See this one, that they might be called the trees of righteousness, the plantings of the Lord, that he might be glorified. Isaiah was describing us as the trees of righteousness. Inaga. The, plant, the one that God planted. You think God will plant something and somebody will have bought it. He plants it and secures it by the planting in his life. Trees of righteousness. Look to your hand say in the name of Jesus. I am the planting of the Lord. I can't get out of here before my time. Because I'm the planting of the Lord. No man can take my life. I'm the planting of the Lord. I cannot die untimely. I am the planting of the Lord. I cannot die untimely. Come on. I am the planting of the Lord. I am righteous. I flourish. I am everything God has called me to be. I will be everything God has called me to be. Now if this is your word, shout amen somebody. Plantains. Jeremiah 17, 7 and 8. Let's see. It was prophesied. Blessed is the man that trusted. This trusted here in the original rendition is what? Believe it. Blessed is the man that believeth in the Lord. Whose hope is the Lord? Whose hope the Lord is? Give me verse 8. For he shall be as a tree planted by the waters and that spreadeth out her roots by the river. And shall not see when heat cometh. I like this part. But her leaf shall be green. See this one. And shall not be careful in the year of drought. Hey. Hey. So when men are saying there's a cast down, you're buying new cars. Oh, this is like it. When men are saying there's a cast down, you're buying new cars. When men are saying the ah, the recession is strong, you are changing your houses. When men are saying this is going on, you are flexing another level. Because guess what? You're in the chop life gang. Tell your neighbor, I'm, re- I'm getting ready to chop life. I'm going to chop life. It's not my fault I've, I've, I chop life. And life moves inside of me. Come on, say I chop life. Say I chop life. Life moves inside of me. I am in life. Life is inside of me. I life. Life. Come on, say, I top life. Life is inside of me. I am in life. Life is in me. I move with life. Life moves in me. I be life. I life. Life. Industry of life. God. Tree of life. Foundation. First Corinthians 3, 11. Let's do this one. For other foundation can no man lay than that is laid, which is Jesus. This is your foundation. So your Jesus is the root of David. That's your foundation. There's no other foundation. Because you are no longer in the... It is easier to give birth to a newborn baby than raise the dead. Ah, this is very powerful. What you need to raise the dead is sperm. 
What you need to have a newborn baby is sperm. What you need to raise the dead is special kind of faith. It doesn't happen always. Baby. So what God did, he didn't try to deal with your foundations. He took you out of there. Brand new. For if any man be in Christ, Naaman, when he went in the water, he didn't come out as a man's skin. He came out as a baby skin. Because the tree of life is in the waters. <laughs> I got to rush. Now the epistles are our family album. The epistles have the document of our family tree. I got to raise to a close. Not the Old Testament. Not Matthew, Mark, Luke, John. Those are transitional truths. It is the epistles that have our family album. It was his death, burial, and resurrection that gave us access into the family of God. Let me show you something. Matthew chapter 1, 1 to 7, message translation. So Matthew cannot show you your family tree. <laughs> Matthew, this family tree of Jesus Christ, the family tree of Jesus Christ, David's son, Abraham's son. Next verse. Abraham had Isaac. Isaac had Jacob. Jacob had Judah. This is not Judah Jacob. This is Jacob. And Judah, his brothers. Next. Judah had Perez. I define my name. And Zerah. The mother was Tamar. Perez had Zeron. Zeron had Aram. Next, go. Ah. Even Maji. Maji name not here. Aaron had Aminadab. Aminadab had Jashon. Jashon had Salmon. Salmon fish. Okay, that's good. Next verse. Ah. Someone had Bohaz. Ah, nobody here. Our names are not in the family tree of Jesus. It is not the incarnate that brought us to the family. It is the glorified that brought us into the family. This is the incarnate. Until the incarnate died and became the glorified, we didn't have a family in God. Kayada. That's why the only thing you could call his disciples is I call you friends. He upgraded them from servant to friends. He couldn't use family words with them. That's why we don't sing that song, I am a friend of God. That's a distant relationship. We are not friends of God. We are children of God. No matter how powerful and how sweet the friend is to you, there's no inheritance in your father's property for your friends. So it's my friend, like my G, we're really close. We're like family. Mm -mm. You think your mother died? Her name will not be in the will. It's a family matter. So you won't find it in the epistles. You won't find it in the gospels. You won't find it in the Old Testament. It's when you come to the epistles, you see our family album. Ephesians 3, 14 and 15. Hey, I love this one. Ephesians 3, 14 and 15. Ephesians 3, 14. For this cause, I bow my knees unto the Father of our Lord Jesus Christ. Keep it, keep it, keep it, keep it, keep it, keep it, keep it. Keep it. So in the Old Testament, God is described as the God of Abraham. The God of Isaac and the God of Jacob. Before I go reach your turn. That is 430 years. Generations. Abraham, Isaac, Jacob had how many? Two sons, right? Jacob had 12 sons. You will not choose the 12. Let's now choose Joseph. Joseph had two. Perez and Ephraim. Ephraim and Manasseh. One had Perez. Before it will reach our turn, Olayemi, ego te. The thing go they drag. So when he died, Jesus closed the gap. Closed the gap. So the genealogy of the believer is for this cause I bow my knees unto the Father of our Lord Jesus Christ. Period. So if you are in Christ, 
he's your father. Because God doesn't do grandchildren. No. We are, no, God doesn't do grandchildren. Your daughter will grow up, accept Jesus, and guess what? He becomes a child of God like you. So after Sozo begins to bring some bill in future, me and Sozo will now kneel down to God and ask our father to supply our needs. So if she knock me bill because her eye, bless you, she will bill me. Wait, wait. So I don't ready. As you ask you, come, Sozo, let's kneel down. We have a father. I am your father, but we have Abba, our father. Uh-huh. Let's ask him to supply uh-huh, the need that you're asking for. I am not your source. He is, I will begin to teach her early so that she'll be coming down with the bill. Because God doesn't do grandchildren. God does children, period. For this cause... I bow Anana Kayado Shotolo unto the Father of our Lord Jesus Christ. Period. Give me the next verse. Let me show you. In whom the whole family in heaven and earth is named. So in Jesus, my name did it. The whole family in heaven and earth is named. We are in that family tree. And you will not find me in Matthew chapter 1. No, you find me in Ephesians. In the epistles, that is the family album of the believer. Tayagos. I'm preaching good. Give me in the TPT. Give me in the TPT. So I kneel humbly in awe before the Father of our Lord Jesus Christ, the Messiah. Next verse. The perfect Father of every father. And a child in heaven and on see, keep this one. So Nami and Sozo be this now. Tell you now. So he's the perfect father of flourish and the perfect father of the perfect father of every father and child. That's to show you that he doesn't do grandchildren in heaven and on earth. Kai, this is the family tree in Christ. I have a family tree day. Give me Ephesians 2, 18 and 19. For through him, we both have access to one spirit. Unto the father. Give me verse 19. 19. Now, therefore, we are no longer strangers and foreigners, but fellow citizens with the saints. Watch this. And of the family tree, the oikia of God, we are now in the family tree. Oh, this thing is sweet. This thing is sweet. You can put TH at the end, sweet. This thing is sweet. This thing is sweet. It's so sweet. It's sweet. First John 3 verse 1. MVP, hold the mic. First John 3 verse 4, verse 1. Behold. I mean, you see, behold, what manner of love the Father had bestowed upon us that we should be called sons of God. Therefore, the world knew it us not because it knew him not. It knew him not. In my father's... In our family tree, there's a place for us. We are sons of God. Yes, we are in our family. I'll make your water for you. Oh God. There is a place for us. I'm a... We are sons of God. Yes, we are. Now let's personalize it. In my family. 
There's a place for me. There's a place for me. I'm a child. I'm a child of God. Yes, I. I forgot to bring the book. There's a guy who saw me in church one time. He looked at me every time he was looking at me. I'm like, what's going on with this guy? He looked at me one kind. The one day he came to church with a book. I said, come, I need to have a word with you. You are my cousin. I said, which cousin? What kind of, which kind of talk with this one? That's huh? come. He said, wait, and opened one book. And I'll be hearing about the book as a child. That we have a family tree book. Very big book. And he opened to chapter something. I saw my mother's name. I saw my grandfather's name. I saw me and my siblings. See, see. See my name here. So we are family. The evidence. I said, bros, mingo. I did not know before. Evidence. Everybody who's a member of my family here is in that tree. Yuli, Marjorie, ne- your name, your father's name, detailed there. But guess what? Some of my new cousins are not there because it has to be updated. But this tree, <laughs> oh God, this one <laughs> has all of us inside. All of us inside. So there is place this for everybody. And I have a family. So the believer is not an orphan. For he puts the solitary in families. He wasn't talking about marriage. <laughs> he puts the solitaries in families. He wasn't talking about marriage. He was talking about the book of life. I put the solitaries in the book of life. You have to eat from the tree of life to enjoy the book of life. In my family tree. There's a place. There's a place for me. I'm a child of I'm God. I'm a child of God. Yes, I am. I am chosen. I am chosen, not for sin. I am who you say I am. You are for me. Not against me. I am who you say. With a hand of conflict, so lift your hand. I am chosen, not forsaken. I am who you say I am. Shut up. You are for me, not against me. I am who you say. John 15, let's close. Shadow kosher. In the oikia of God, I'm in the family tree. So next time you say, and there's one prayer, you know, in our family, say, Mommy, hold on. I don't tell you, I don't leave that tree. I checked out of that tree at the top life. It's something you call a jasara. Or a joba, a jesara, a jasara, or a joba. I'm eating the king. So it makes me the king. To become a king, you have to eat the last king. A joba, o joba, ehen. That means you have to eat the last king to become the king. Anakasha, botola, jekene, you're preaching, you're feeling it, yeah. And the undo in him is reacting. Egenoko, he's feeling it. But you're in the tree now, leave undo. Come on, you're in the tree. That's it. 
So to eat, to be the king, you eat from the king. You cannot become the next king if you have not eaten from the king. Because his life must become your life. Hey, now, it, is a ta- it is a taboo, a misnomer. They got it from the scriptures. They understand these things. That when we come to Jesus and he comes, into, we, he, he gives us his life. I was teaching on Wednesday, the Lord is my shepherd, I shall not want Psalm 23. The shepherd speaks in John 10, the good shepherd gives his life for the sheep. So it's not about provision, it's about giving you my life. Kayando ko, the good shepherd is not provision, it's I'm giving you my life. So Jesus is the good headsman who doesn't kill but dies for his sheep. John 15, let's go, let's close. I am the true vine. My father is the husband man. Verse 2 is the confusion. Verse 2. Every branch in me that beareth not fruit, he taketh away. This is, keep it. Keep the scripture. This is where the DJs will not tell us that, you see, if you are a child of God and you are not doing well, God will take you away. It's a lie. That's not what it means. The original word for taketh away is Iro. A-I-R-O-O. It doesn't mean take away. So King James didn't translate properly. You know how there are some things in Yoruba, you can't say it well in English. <laughs> so they lost the interpretation. It doesn't mean that if you're not bearing fruit, he will now take you out. No, that's not what he's saying. But DJs and all those preachers of the Lord that want to put you in condemnation, we'll show you this scripture. You see, the Bible says, every branch in me that beareth not fruit, he taketh away. And every branch that beareth fruit, he... no, that's not what he says. Give me in the Passion Translation. I am the true sprouting vine. And the farmer who tends the vine is my father. Watch verse 2. He cares for the branches connected to me by lifting and propping up the fruitless branches. So I wrote, doesn't mean he will take you out. It means he will help you up. That is the meaning. That is the work of the shepherd. He is a good shepherd. He's a good gardener. He's the heart. God Jewish who doesn't cut away, but helps you up. My, my grandmom used to have, oh, Yuli's not here today. Used to have one grape tree. Then the tree will be bending out of, you will not gather wood and help up to stay properly. That's what Jesus does. That's what the father does. He doesn't take out. He helps up. I know he's a lift up. That the one that is falling, I will, and, uh, could have used to have some trees in the house, so you know. I lift up, I support. He cares for the branches connected to me by lifting up and propping the fruitless branches and pruning every fruitful branch to yield and God. This is what Colossians was saying in Colossians chapter 1, um, verse 9. For this cause, we also, since we, the day we had to do not cease to pray of you, no, 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 no. I think it's verse 19. I've forgotten. But you see this thing in scripture. It is not to take away. It is to help up. So again, when you are in the family and you're having issues, what do we do? We help up. We don't cut away. I wrote, God doesn't cut away. No. God told me last night, very powerful, 1220, I will never forget. He said to me, flourish. I said, Abba, he said, I hate divorce. I said, I know. He said, when I said I hate divorce in the scriptures, I wasn't talking about you people, I was talking about me. And I said, sir, explain. He said to me, I'm better than Osiah. Please tell my people, I would never leave them. 
I will never divorce them. I will never cut them away. And even if they leave, I'll be like Hosea, I'll keep chasing after them. Because in this tree, no one is left behind. That's what it's saying. Give me verse 5 and 4. Verse 5 and 6. This is where, 6, give me verse 6. This is where people get people misunderstand the text. 15 verse 6. If any man abide not in me, he is cast forth as a brand. What does it mean to abide? Abide is from the word meno. Meno means to dwell. To dwell means to believe. To dwell means to believe. That's mean of meno. Meno means to dwell. So if anyone doesn't abide, who doesn't dwell to? Who doesn't believe in me? So this verse 6 is not for believers. Let's start from verse 1. Let me show you something. From verse 1. I am the true vine. And my father is the husbandman too. Let's go. Every branch in me that beareth not fruit, he taketh away. And every branch that beareth fruit, he purgeth it, that it may bring forth more fruit. Verse 3. Now you are clean through the word that I have spoken to you. So it's in believing the word of God that you are shaped up in the tree. Verse 4. Abide in me and I in you. So abide, believe in me and I in you. Dwell in me and as I dwell in you. As the branch cannot bear fruit of itself, except it abideth in the vine, not more can ye except ye abide in me. Verse 5. And I am the vine, and ye are the branches. Watch this. Take me to 4. Take me to 4. Abide in me, and I in you. Specific. Abide in me, I in you. As the branch cannot bear fruit of itself, except it abide in the vine, no man can, can ye no more can ye, except ye abide in me. Ye. Verse 4. Verse 5, sorry. I am divine, and ye are the branches. He that abideth in me, and I in him, the same bringeth forth fruit, much more, for without me ye can do nothing. Verse 6. If a man, it is a ye. It says, if a man, before there he was saying, I am in you, and you are in me. Specific. Man to man, when he gets to sit, if a man is not talking to the believer here, stop reading verse 6 for the believer. If a man abided not in me, the believer is already abiding in Christ. And abiding is believing. You believe in Christ, you're abiding in him, and he's abiding in you. Let me show you something. John 6, 54 to 56. God, help me. Oh... Whoso eateth my flesh and drinketh my blood. You see that? We've read read this before. So eating the flesh and drinking the blood is believing. Yeah? Hath eternal life. John 3.60, for God so loved the world who gave his only because he said that whosoever believeth will not perish but have eternal life. So he's believing that he's talking about drinking and we dealt with that already. And now we raise him up on the last day. Verse 54. For my flesh is meat indeed and my body is drink indeed. Verse 56. He that eateth my flesh and drinketh my body and blood. Watch this. What does it mean to eat and drink? Oh, come on, shout. What does it mean to eat and drink? So he that eateth my flesh and drinketh my blood dwelleth, abideth in me. It's a continuous term. That as believing, you are abiding in him. And I in him. So eating and drinking is believing, right? 
You see that? So let's go to John 15 verse 6. If any man believe not in me, because that's the dwelling, that is abiding, he is cast forth. This scripture is not for the believer. This scripture is an unbeliever that does not believe in him. He, he was done talking to the believer from verse 1 to 5. So this is not for the believer. He's cast away and thrown into the lake of... No, no, that's not for the believer. The believer already abided in him and him in Christ. So God doesn't cut off. God doesn't cast off the believer. When you see things like that in the Bible, interrogate it, it's for the unbeliever. So I said, but the Bible says, he will say, Lord, Lord, we cast out devils in my name. But the Bible says, it says, I know, I knew you not. God cannot say that as regarding the believer. Those were native doctors who became pastors and did magic to people. John 14, verse 16. And I will pray the Father, and he shall give you, the, give you another comforter, and he may abide with you forever. So the promise of the Holy Ghost in the heart of the believer is that you abide in you forever. So at no point will you be cut off. Once you start falling, guess what? He helps you up. But that is the work of the Iroh of God to help you up, to build you up. I commend you now to God and the word of his grace, which is able to build you. Yeah. So the word of his grace builds. So when you see a believer slipping into habitual sin, what does he need? He needs to hear the word of his grace to build up. Once he keeps hearing and keeps believing, Lambano, Meno, activated, he is built up because God does not cut off. God builds up. Please tell my church I will never cut them off. I'm the good husband. I'm better than Hosea. And even if they run away like Hosea, I'll keep chasing after them. When I say I hate divorce, I'm talking about myself. I'm a responsible husband. For I have loved you with an everlasting love. I hope with these few words of mine, I've been able to convince you and not confuse you. That you are planted in the oika of God. Stand on your feet.